Hi there, it's Matt here, and welcome back to the podcast. In our last episode, we spoke about how a lack of sleep can alter your appetite regulating systems and therefore lead to an excess amount of eating. However, weight gain caused by a lack of sleep isn't simply about you wanting to eat more food. It's also about a change in what you want to eat. So if I limit a group of healthy, normal weight individuals to say just four or five hours of sleep a night for several nights, they don't just eat more food, but their preferences for what food groups they start binging on will also change. And what we've discovered as a field is that these types of underslept individuals will suffer a 33% increased desire to eat obesogenic sugary treats, such as things like ice cream or cookies, um, (laughs) what I would describe as a Brit as uh, biscuits, as well as chocolate. Now, in addition, they also experience a 30% increased craving for heavy-hitting carbohydrate foods, such as bread and pasta and pizza. And finally, those underslept individuals will have an additional 45% increase in the desire to eat salty snacks, which, as you probably know, can adversely impact your blood pressure. So in other words, when you are starved of sleep, you literally feel starved. And as a consequence, you eat more, and you eat more of the type of foods that will lead to weight gain. However, the food choices that you make and the actual act of eating itself is ultimately decided by your brain. So is your brain also a part of this sleep loss weight gain equation. And several years ago, my research team and I decided to address this question. And we'll actually discover the answers to that question in just a second. The sponsor supporting today's podcast is Inside Tracker. Now, I'm sure that you've probably heard of Inside Tracker from lots of folks, including my dear colleague, my friend, and scientific genius, which is Dr. David Sinclair. Um, he's an advisor to the company. And by the way, you have to check out his Lifespan podcast. It is fantastic. Uh, forget listening to my podcast, go and listen to his podcast. But coming back to it, what you should definitely check out is Inside Tracker. Because what I trust them with is perhaps the most precious thing that we should all value, which of course is our health. And Inside Tracker will analyze your blood and your DNA to understand exactly what is happening to you right now in terms of your inner health status. And conveniently, they come to your home, they do a quick blood draw. And then they swiftly, but carefully, of course, run a set of diagnostics on your blood and your DNA. And there are two key returns on your investment. First, they provide a full set of results describing the different blood measures and metabolic measures, as well as hormonal health metrics. And then they give you reference points. So you know, am I inside or am I outside of those healthy standard ranges? Then the second part, which is the part I like most, is that Inside Tracker provides a set of personalized suggestions 
for what I should do in terms of lifestyle changes to try to better optimize those numbers. So if you're interested in Inside Tracker, just go on over to the link insidetracker.com forward slash Matt Walker. And if you use that link, you'll get 25% off any of their programs. So check them out. That's insidetracker.com forward slash Matt Walker. And you can use that link to get your provider discount. And now let's go back to the podcast. So coming back to the question of your brain and the sleep loss weight gain conundrum, as I said, my research team and I, we took a group of perfectly normal, healthy weight individuals and we had them repeat the experiment twice, once after a full night of sleep and once after a night of no sleep. And then the next day, we placed those participants inside an MRI scanner and we started showing them lots of different food types. And those images ranged from fruits and vegetables, things such as bananas and apples and carrots, to high-calorie unhealthy foods, things such as ice cream and pizza and donuts. And all the while, we were taking snapshots of their brain activity. And each time that they saw a particular food picture, they also had to rate how much did they want that food item. Now, to ensure that the participants were actually rating these food images based on their true cravings, rather than just what they thought would be an acceptable choice, we did something a little capricious. Before the MRI scan, we informed them that when they came out of the scan, they would be served some of the food that they rated as most desirable, and then they would be kindly asked to eat that food. And this was so we could make sure that the choices that they were making were true to their actual feelings and desires. Now, when we compared the patterns of brain activity between the two sleep conditions, after a full night of sleep and after no sleep, there were very clear differences. What we found was that the part of the brain that performs impulse control and prevents rash decisions, an area called the prefrontal cortex, had been shut down by a lack of sleep. And in contrast, very primitive, deep brain regions that drive excessive appetite and that are associated with overeating and binge eating, those regions of the brain became hyperactive and hyper-responsive to those desirable food items. In other words, the sleep-deprived brain had flipped into a pattern of activity that's associated with what we call hedonic eating, or impulsive eating. Now, you could make the very rational argument that when we are awake longer and when we are sleeping less, we burn more calories. So none of this makes a difference. Sadly, that's not true. First, you will only burn around an extra 140 calories when you stay awake all night, sedentary, versus when you sleep. Secondly, what we found is that when people are underslept, they are more sedentary compared to those who are well-slept. The well-slept individuals are much more active as a consequence. Therefore, 
the extra calories that you consume when you don't get enough sleep far outweigh any modest additional calories that you would burn by remaining awake for longer. So that's excessive eating, but what about trying to diet when you're not getting sufficient sleep? Is that effective? And unfortunately, not so much. Because what we've discovered is that 60% of the weight that you lose when you're dieting but not getting sufficient sleep will come from lean body mass. In other words, from muscle rather than fat. So said in a more plain speak manner, when you are dieting but you're not getting sufficient sleep, your body becomes especially stingy in giving up its fat. So as a consequence, you will lose what you want to keep, which is muscle, and you keep what you want to lose, which is fat. So when you combine all of the changes that we've spoken about in these past two episodes, plus, by the way, the fact that inadequate sleep will chronically increase levels of a stress hormone called cortisol, which will tell the body to store the food that you eat as fat rather than convert it into muscle. We can therefore better explain and understand why a lack of sleep leads to both weight gain and also an increased risk for obesity. Now, rather than ending on that sort of bad news message, I'd like to end on a more positive tone because I am a hopeless rational optimist. I think we can turn the tables on these results. Instead, perhaps we can realize that getting enough sleep is an immensely powerful tool <laughs> and perhaps one that's a little bit less painful than going to the gym, um, even though I'm a total exercise fanatic, that will naturally help regulate your appetite and see you keeping your weight in a normative range and helping you regulate a healthy body composition. And with that, I will simply say thank you again so much for listening to all of these episodes. Thanks for those of you who have subscribed and given such kind ratings on all of the different podcast platforms. And I will simply wish you good sleep tonight and I will see you in the next episode. Thanks so much again. <laughs>